episode 13, taking it to Max Sports Podcast with your host, Max Murphy. Unlucky, episode 13, four days before Halloween, Thursday night football. Bucks, Tom Brady, three and four. Bucks versus the Ravens. Lamar Jackson's coming to Tampa Bay. If you guys can hear that music in the background, not much you can do. Thursday night at Syracuse. Um, Hell weekend has begun, but I'm doing this emergent, not emergency podcast episode, but I'm getting it up before the weekend. Busy weekend here. Top four college football and top five NFL teams. These aren't just who I think the best four college football teams are or who I think will be in the playoffs. They're both. Okay. So I think these four teams who are the best in order will also be in the playoffs in order. Okay, guys. Number one, Ohio State. Name a flaw. I I was trying to think of a flaw for this team, and they have answered every single question up to this point. Now, the only question maybe that you could have is who if they played. Um, We're going to really see it tested. Not really this weekend, Penn State on Saturday, but in a couple weeks when they play Michigan. I believe in Ohio State, mm, could be in Michigan. I'll have to double check on that one. Um, Ohio State is doing what they're doing without Jackson Smith and Jigba, who is the best up there with Marvin Harrison Jr., his teammate, and Jalen Hyatt. I mean, great receivers this year, but Jackson Smith and Jigba should be back soon, and when he's back, they're going to be putting up more points than they already are, which seems impossible because this team can score in a hurry. Javon Henderson, C.J. Strout, Marvin Harrison Jr., Jackson Smith, and Jigba. I can keep going if you want me to. Um, So we're going to really see it tested out in a couple weeks when they play, I believe, at Michigan. Number two. And God, it hurts me to say it. And I'm going to get a lot of backlash here. I've been riding with them all year long. Clemson wins these close games. Syracuse had that game going into halftime. They didn't score once in the second half. Usually you don't win games when you don't score in the second half. Um, It looked like Syracuse was the better team. Kind of came down to coaching. The refs obviously played a big role in that one. But Clemson too. They just keep winning these close games. They're going to win the ACC. They're going to be in the playoffs, whether it's the 2, 3, 4, 5, or not 5, 2, 3, or 4 seed. Um, Brian Breeze. Miles Murphy, K.J. Henry. This defense is loaded. Cade Klubnick. I'm big on D.J. Uyunglele, but the mob at Syracuse took him out of there. They caused so many turnovers that they had to put in the number one quarterback recruit of last year, Cade Klubnick. True freshman. He came in, drove them down, two scores. Boom, boom. So if he keeps it rolling... Um, we don't really know what's going to happen if DJ's going to be starting the rest of the year or if Kate is. But I just think this team is so fundamentally sound. They win these close games, kind of like what the Vikings are doing this year, kind of what Syracuse up to that point was doing this year. Uh, Death Valley, I was there. It was absurd. So much fun. Electric atmosphere. They're the second-best team in college football. Number three, Alabama. Fools, don't don't get fooled. That they went into Tennessee. Tennessee's biggest game in the last 15 years. They had beat Alabama in 15 years. And it was their biggest game in the last 15 years. 110,000 people 
at Neyland Stadium. Absolutely rocking. This place was insane. Don't get fooled that Alabama lost. And hey, why'd they lose? A long field goal by Tennessee. It was close. They came back. If they play, which they will, they're going to play in the SEC championship. But in a neutral site or at Alabama, I'm taking Alabama 9 out of 10 times. This team is better. They have the better quarterback. They have the better defense. They have the better running back. They have the better coach. There's five reasons right there. Alabama number three. Tennessee number four. Why? Because I'm still not high in Georgia. They almost lost to Missouri. They barely beat Kent State. Okay? Georgia I'm talking about. Tennessee is the real deal. Even though I think I think they'll lose in the SEC championship, I think we're going to have what we had last year. Two SEC teams, Alabama and Georgia last year. It's going to be the same this year. Tennessee has a scary game this weekend versus Kentucky because it's a look-ahead week. It's a look-ahead game. They go to Athens, Georgia in two weeks. Sorry, one week from now. I guess they'll be airing on Thursday, so um, about 10 days from now. And that'll be their biggest test, but I think they're the better team than Georgia. Um, Hooker is balling out. He he could be first, second-round pick. Um, I, I love this Tennessee team. They're really good. I really like their new coach. Um, I'm blanking on uh, I'm blank. Hendon Hooker. There we go. I don't know why I was thinking like Miles Hooker. Uh, Hendon Hooker's balling out. This is the fourth best team. And they're going to make it because even though they're going to lose to Bama in the SEC championship, they're going to beat Georgia next week. And they're going to have the bid over Georgia, obviously. I think they're going to have the bid over like an Oklahoma State or a TCU, depending who wins the Big 12 or a Utah, a USC, who I was really high on until they lost um, in the Pac-12. Michigan even. I don't think there's two Big Ten teams, but I think there will be two SEC teams. So I got Ohio State 1, Clemson 2, Bama 3, Tennessee 4. Come at me in the comments. These are these are the best four teams. And keep sleeping on Alabama. Go look at who's in the SEC East and who's in the SEC West. And tell me who's going to be playing in the SEC Championship. And tell me who's the best team in the SEC. And tell me where will the game be played. Not in Tennessee. Neutral field. Alabama wins. Nick Saban wins that game. Okay, these are the best four teams. Ran the outside, I got Michigan 5, Georgia 6. Um, both of these teams could get in because Michigan plays Ohio State and Georgia plays Tennessee. So both of these teams, if not one or the other, could get in. Let's move on. College Big weekend in college football. Syracuse hosting our dame. Kind of scared about that game. Um, NFL, my top five teams. Power rankings. Max's top five. Here we go. Chiefs won. They just acquired who was an unreal rookie last year. Kadarius Toney, Florida wide receiver. Who's been injured up to this point. They traded away. Not much. Um, I think Kadarius Toney's good. But Patrick Mahomes makes every wide receiver better. So I think this is a big acquisition. They got Juju Smith-Schuster. They still got the best tight end in the league. They got Sky Moore, the rookie. They got Marquez Valescantley. And they got three running backs. Jarek McKinnon, Isaac Pacheco, and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, who are balling. 
when they have a run game and Mahomes throwing it to some dudes that they got at the wide receiver position. I forgot about Michael Hardman. They're just so good. Don't get fooled. Kind of like Bama losing to Tennessee. Don't get fooled by the Chiefs losing to the Bills. I think they're the better team. You can argue with me there. Uh, number two, the Philadelphia Eagles. Not because I think they're better than the Bills, but because look at the rest of their schedule. They're going to go 17-0. I, maybe the Cowboys will beat them at the end of the year. I don't think the Eagles are losing another game. 17-0. They could have an undefeated season. They're going to have home playoffs. They're going to have a home playoff game every single game in the FC. They already have the tiebreak over the Vikings. Unless this team somehow falls apart. And guess who they just acquired? Roquan Smith. That's huge. Guys, huge D-end pass rusher from the Bears. Um, so this was a huge acquisition. Um, give me one second here. But the Eagles are so good. And their schedule is just a piece of cake. I'm sorry, I confused Roquan Smith, the linebacker, with Robert Quinn. Anyways, they acquired Robert Quinn for, I think, a fourth-round pick. Uh, fleece, fleece the Bears there. Number three, the Bills. They could be better than the Eagles, I think, talent-wise. I think they have the better quarterback, obviously. Um, this is the one game when I was looking at the Vikings' schedule at the beginning of the year, and I'm still looking at and I circled it. I'm like, well, there it is. Vikings will be losing that game because uh, the Bills are just that good. And Vikings at number four. I'm a little biased, but when you look through all these power rankings, I don't know how you can't put them top five. Um, they're f- five and one. Could go six and one, host the Cardinals this weekend. And they're rolling. As long as Kirk Cousins is playing at 1 p.m. Eastern time or not in prime time. It's a really good team. Justin Jefferson, KJ Osborne, Adam Thielen, Delvin Cook, Alexander Masson, the guys on defense, Harrison Smith, Everson Griffin, Zadarius Smith. They just got guys all over the field. Now they just need to win those primetime games, and that lays on you, Kirk Cousins. Number five, I got Broncos and Ravens. You guys are probably sick about me talking about the Broncos. Um, Russell Wilson is going to be coming back healthy. Love that. He's going to start cooking. Russell Wilson's going to start cooking. Mark my words right now. He's too good of a quarterback. He's had one losing season in his career. And now he's got Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton. A solid defense that's keeping them in these games that they're not winning. Broncos, five, tied with the Ravens. And we'll see what the Ravens do tonight in Tampa Bay. Tom Brady's never lost three in a row. Can Lamar do that? Lamar's got Mark Andrews, Devin Duvernay, Rashad Bateman. He might be able to. Okay, I gave you my top four CFB, top five NFL teams. Let's go to my max seven plays of the weekend. We're going to start with college football. Week nine. What do we got starting here? Kentucky plus 12 at Tennessee. Why? Will Levis. Two words. Will Levis. I love their... Running back that just got off suspension, Chris Rodriguez. I love this team, honestly. Playing at Tennessee, I don't think they win because playing at Tennessee, we saw with Alabama, is the toughest environment I've ever seen in college football, and I was just in Clemson. Death Valley was crazy. Um, Kentucky covers the points. Way too many points for an SEC showdown. Knoxville. 
and wherever Tennessee is. Or, I'm sorry, Knoxville is where Tennessee is, wherever Kentucky is, um, University of Kentucky. So this is going to be a great game. SEC showdown, 12 points. Take it. Michigan State plus 22 at Michigan. No rivalries like this. Michigan, Michigan State, NDSU, UND. Um, thinking of other huge rivalries. Their backyard bowl this year, Pitt, West Virginia. Alabama, Texas A&M, Alabama, LSU. No rivalries should be 22 points. I don't care how good one team is and how bad the other team is. This is an absurd line. Michigan State, they're struggling. I'm not going to try and defend them here because they're struggling. But 22 points is just a lot here. Number three, Colorado plus 14 versus ASU. ASU's not good. Colorado's not either. Um, I won't be watching this game. I'm just going to put plus 14 and hope it hits. Can't tell you much about the game other than I like the line. Over 56 points, Oklahoma State at Kansas State. Last year, It's weird. Last year, Oklahoma State's identity was their defense. Um, Mike Gundy had a solid defense last year. And this year, every single game, they're getting into shootouts. And that's Joel Clark kind of talked about. But that's kind of like the Big Ten mentality, the Big Ten perspective. Big 12, excuse me. Um, over 56 points, these guys got um, Sanders and um, uh, I'm blanking on the Kansas State quarterback. Oh my gosh, guys. Kansas State quarterback. Oh, Adrian Martinez, that's right. More like a running back, him and Deuce Vaughn. Kind of have like a Garrett Schrader, Sean Tucker vibe going. But um, these teams can score in a hurry. The defenses aren't that good. Over 56 points is the play here. That's number five. Number six, we're going to... Sorry, that's number four. Number five, we're going to Baylor plus three at Texas Tech. I don't think Texas Tech is that good. Um, I like Baylor's defense. I think they're a solid team. They're not ranked anymore because they've had a couple bad losses. The Big 12 is really competitive this year, but Baylor plus three at Texas Tech is the play here. Let's move on to number six. Over 55 points in the Ole Miss at Texas A&M. When I think of these teams, offense, SEC, 55 points is a little bit low, just like the over in the Oklahoma State game. Not enough points here. Ole Miss with Jackson Dart. And Lane Kiffin, obviously, they can score in a hurry. Their defense isn't great. I think Texas A&M can put up some points coming off a loss. Uh, number seven, max seven plays for college football week nine. We got Florida plus 22 at Georgia. Way too many tw- points for a flawed team. Georgia is in the national championship team they were last year. Florida, I still really like Anthony Richardson. It's just that they're in the SEC. It's always tough. Um, I like Bill Napier. This team is pretty solid. Guess what, guys? We're over 500. 25 and 24 let's go let's have ourselves a big week let's move on to the nfl max seven plays first play tonight in t-minus an hour and a half on amazon prime with kirk herb street al michaels ryan fitzmagic tony gonzalez richard sherman i love this girl um anyways thursday night football in tampa bay Max is www.tickintomax.com. Pick of the day. I'm 10-5-1, and, and we're hoping to go 11-5-1. Over City is 46 points in this game. Why? Lamar Jackson still has Mark Andrews, Devin DuVernay, Rashad Bateman. They're, they're less than questionable, but they should be playing. Um, he still has himself, 
which is the most important, himself can put up 42 points in a hurry. Uh, let's look at the injuries in this game. Tampa Bay's three, first of all, they got a bunch of guys out, but three guys just in the secondary alone are out. Carlton Davis the third, Antonio Winfield Jr., and Jamal Sheed. I mean, this is just insane. Their secondary is so banged up. Um, Sean Murphy bunting, I'm sorry. Jamal is Jamal Dean is playing. Uh, bunting Murphy is out. These three guys are out. Lamar's going to be able to do what he wants on this team. Over 46 points. Broncos plus three in London at the Jags. Jags expect Russ to have a big bounce back. Um, expect this team to go three and four or else, or three and five maybe, or else they're in trouble with Nathaniel Hackett. Under 49.5 points, Saints versus the Raiders. Two solid defenses, two struggling offenses. Low scoring game here. Dolphins minus three at the Lions. Take the dog, take the golf clubs, and take the house. Put it on Dolphins minus three at a struggling Lions team. Dolphins with Tua Tagovailoa are a whole nother team. Patriots my line at the Jets. They haven't lost there in eight, eight or nine years. Guys, the Patriots absolutely dominate the Jets. I don't care which direction these teams are going into because when it's Bill Belichick versus the Jets, we all know what happens. Commanders plus three at the Colts. Taylor Heineke knows this Commanders team. He rallies them, going to Sam Ellinger and getting three points. Come on, Commander's front four and wide receiving core is better than that. Bengals match three on Halloween night in Cleveland. In-state rivalry here, AFC North showdown on Halloween night. Bengals match three. This and the Dolphins are my two favorite picks in the NFL. Week eight. We are 20, 21 and one. So let's go above 500. Let's have a big week. Happy Halloween and happy Halloween. You're going to see this tonight. You're going to see an episode with Pat with our picks. We're both, we will both went seven and seven. You're going to see an interview with my cousin, big Vikings fan, Tristan Murphy. That'll be out, I believe Saturday. So have a good weekend. Be safe. Have fun. We're out.